to add to cart, the show where we celebrate creativity and commerce. On this season, we have invited entrepreneurs across all types of commerce. And today's guest is part of the re-commerce space, an incredible industry that is helping people both reuse and purchase open box items that would otherwise perhaps go to waste. Please welcome to the show, Kristen Langenfeld of Goodbye Gear, a re-commerce platform for used and open box kid and baby gear. Welcome to the show, Kristen. It's great to be here. I love your platform. Thank you. I had a baby in November and I learned all about Goodbye Gear. I knew about your business, but I learned all about Goodbye Gear shopping on Goodbye Gear, which <laughs> honestly probably is the best way to learn about a business. Mm -hmm. And as I'm sure you are well aware, but I was newly aware, there is a lot of stuff when it comes to having a child. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that you used that stuff for a very short amount of time before that stuff would probably hit a landfill yep. or go to a donation center. Yep. And mm -hmm. that is exactly where your business comes in. So mm -hmm. for people that don't know, tell them all about Goodbye Gear. How'd you come up with this idea? Like many startups, it was born out of a personal pain point where I, like you, was realizing how much stuff a little human needs, how expensive it is, and for how short of a period you use these items. And so I was told to just join a mom's group at, online, and it was this Facebook group. And I'll never forget going back and forth with like random strangers learning new acronyms of like NIL and all this stuff that it was like, I don't what even know is what that this? means? Next in line. So you have oh. to like sign up oh. for who's going to get the oh. item okay. and then you have to show up at their so house. There's a wait list for a used item at someone's house. Boy, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, so you, you go through all of this and I ended up um, finding someone who had the stroller and I drove across town and I like brought my three month old daughter, like carrying her up to her house and I walk in and she had these massive dogs. It was like, this awful experience in the stroller had flat tires. And oh, fun. I was like, okay, I'm, here's the cash. And it was like the most awkward, awful experience. And I went back to, went back home. I was like, this is uh, crazy. Why isn't someone solved this? Like, there's got to be a better way because we all have this problem. We all have a bunch of stuff that our kid didn't like, or we've got two of them, or, you know, we need something else. And, um, and there really wasn't a solution I could find. And I sent actually a survey out to that same mom's group. And I just said, is anyone else in the same boat? And I had 100 responses of other moms. Wow. And I had 80% uh, said that they were in the same boat and 70 families signed up to be part of our a beta group if I was going to do something about it. And that was uh, six years ago. It's a really interesting thing, though. We talk so much about the second hand and, mm -hmm. you know, lightly used sort of ecosystem. People yeah. are very used to buying things on eBay, buying things on Poshmark. Yeah. This isn't an unusual concept for so many things. I mean, even think about shoes. People buy shoes used all the time. But the idea of buying, you know, a baby carrier, it was just impossible. It was like going on Craigslist is kind of sketchy. Yeah. This Facebook moms group maybe helped, but yeah. it's still so limited to your geography. Mm -hmm. So the first kind of attempt at building your beta offering, mm -hmm. what was the beta version of, of Goodbye Gear? Uh, it was essentially a swap. So we were doing it as a, you know, whatever you don't need, set outside and, and tell us what you do need. Mm. And then we basically paired up what every family wasn't using and, and did a swap. What we heard from our customers was they just wanted the ability to choose the items. So oh. and then, oh, I guess it's a marketplace. They wanted and to shop, just they like they shop. shop anywhere yeah. else. Mm -hmm. And so then you do you start an e-commerce store at that point or what do you have to figure out in order to actually build that online presence? I started Googling and I discovered Shopify and I was like, oh my God, like we can, we can take a transaction and it goes to our bank account. Like that would have taken 
you know, forever. Forever. Like, mm -hmm. It took us a year to build it before. We basically just manually put products up on Shopify and started selling them. And like it even had an integration to Postmates that you could have the delivery done. So I mean, it was it was really. So Postmates was your V1 delivery mechanism, mm -hmm. huh? Yep. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You basically get some products, you put them on Shopify. Postmates is delivering them to people's doors. That's yep. so novel. I love it. Mm -hmm. How did you know you had something? We knew that there was the demand because we just got an influx of customers telling their friends and looking for items all the time. That, but the problem was we couldn't fulfill what they were looking for. So mm. supply, and to this day, supply is still our biggest challenge of getting um, enough inventory. And we had built a peer-to-peer -peer marketplace. So we were not housing or taking inventory at all. We were just built a platform for people to be able to list the items themselves. And then we facilitated the logistics, which we thought was the hardest part. Like my experience of going to someone's house, like let's cut that out and we could just have people list items. And, and what we found is that my co-founder would like show, I remember she showed up this woman's house and she had sold a couple of things that she said to her, oh, I have like, a basement full of stuff and I'm eventually getting through it. And Jess, my co-founder was like, I'll take it and do it for you. And she was like, are you serious? And just like ran and filled her entire SUV. <laughs> and then that same woman told her friend who told, like we didn't know this person in like their whole neighborhood. We did 20 of these white glove pickups that month. And we are like, uh-oh, I think this is how we have to solve the problem because you know, it's like the, let me say that the painkiller, not the vitamin. Whereas people are like, Oh my God, thank you. Like, I just don't want to have to deal with any of this. Take it. I don't care what you pay me for it, but like, just take it out of my house. Um, and that was when we, we started going, I think we're onto something here, but this means we need to take the inventory. So to help people understand this now today, what that literally means is there's a beautiful goodbye gear van yeah. that mm -hmm. will show up on your front doorstep mm -hmm. and will take your gently loved kid and baby gear away. Yep. Mm -hmm. and then list it on the website. Yep. And that's partially because it means that the end user, meaning the person who gave you that high chair, for example, mm -hmm. doesn't have to take pictures and list it themselves. Mm -hmm. They just have to give it to you. They're going to yep. get a small cut of the sale, probably a much smaller cut, but they get that, they get that peace of mind, like you said, of it's out of my house, it's not here, mm -hmm. and they're still getting some money which is awesome yeah. for them. So what are some yeah. of the things that have just been distinctly difficult about getting this, this business operational and, and scaling? I mean, I think the, the hardest thing has been the operations. Usually you have a SKU and you have a quantity of 1,000, but instead we have 40,000 SKUs with a quantity of one. And so we use this database that we've amassed in order to, to really make our operations efficient and enable all of our associates who quality check the products to be baby gear experts without having to know everything about every item because they just follow the the steps that the the app tells them so how do you go about building that repository that quote unquote kelly blue book of kids yeah. gear mm -hmm. do you just do it one at a time do you leverage other industry resources how did you build this massive database we one of our wing moms we call them they're like the original associates they're writing descriptions for all, all of these that we wanted to be able to reuse and she uh, she took the 400 or whatever it was three or 400 list we put it in a Google Doc and overnight she wrote descriptions for every single one of them <laughs> and then added you know we have what age it's appropriate for and then different tags about the item if it's easy to fold and we have like you know all of the the size and weight and all that. And she basically built the first 300. And uh, 
No, she's in charge of product for <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at that. What a success story. Now the customers are finding you, it sounds like, through a lot of word of mouth. Mm -hmm. But how else are, are folks discovering you? They're discovering us through search, so organic or paid search as well. And then we work with micro or influencers, like mom influencers, um, quite a bit. And it's a great way to get the word out is it's usually something that they love and that they want to use themselves. You know, there's a one influencer that we, we worked with. She did Mary Thriftmas and so she was like, had mm. found some stuff on Goodbye Gear, I think. And then we were like, oh, like, do you want to do a collaboration? And she brought down our site. That's amazing. <laughs> she's not like a big influencer because it was so in line with her, you know, her brand yes. and herself, like what she was doing that she was like, this place is amazing. I just got all of my kids you know, stuff for Christmas. I didn't buy anything new. She got it all um, uh, from us and like another thrift stores, I think, around. When you think about this contribution to this cultural change yeah. of, you know, more a more cyclical economy, maybe not having so many net new items enter, not having so many plastics in our yeah. world, not having so many things go in landfills. Mm -hmm. How much of that is driving kind of the ethos of your business and your brand? Like if we started this company 10 years ago, we wouldn't have the same sort of trajectory because we are very fortunate that the tailwinds of people caring about sustainability, we've got Gen Z's having kids and then, you know, it's also, we're, we have a lot of inflation and... I'm curious, have you thought about leaning into that from a content perspective or do you allow sort of your consumer to just drive that narrative? For what we found transparently, like the messaging of like, buy this because it's good for the environment doesn't resonate, but it does, help customers feel really good about their purchase. So mm. people are coming to us for the value and the convenience um, and then the repeat purchases and like just that great feeling like, oh, I don't have to feel guilty that I just you know spoiled my kid and like I buy my kids all sorts of stuff on Goodbye Gear and I don't feel guilty that I'm bringing this in because A, I know that I'm not buying it new, but B, I know that I can sell it back. This year, for the first time ever, mm -hmm. Goodbye Gear releases its sustainability report. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it really excited about this report because it brings together industry trends and statistics. It's really incredible to see how this vertical is growing faster and sort of riding the wave of e-commerce and the growth that, that we're seeing as an industry, but how the baby and kid gear is especially um, prevalent in the e-commerce the space. So it has a lot of stats about the overall industry. And then what's really cool is we use the data from our blue book of what products have sold the most, what are the most wanted, the brands, the actual individual SKUs that sold the best or had the best resale value. And so sort of compiling some stats for us. And then um, I guess the last thing in it is that we have a pledge to save a million products um, from landfills in the next two years. That's amazing. A million mm -hmm. products from landfills in the yeah. next two years. How many products did you save from landfills last year? 170,000. That's amazing. How's that mm -hmm. feel to just know that you contributed to that? Yeah, it's great. I'm every day, um, I don't know, they all kind of blend together. So when you take a step back and you're like, oh, yes. wow, okay, like that's, that's actually a lot, you know? That is the life of a founder as days just blurring into themselves. <laughs> so what are some of the other strategies you use to get the good news about the brand out there using this report as the catalyst? Most of our supply actually comes from retailers or the manufacturers themselves who mm -hmm. are working with us. Um, and their returns or floor models that instead of those going into landfills, they, they send to us to quality check and put back into circulation. Um, and so it's actually enabled us to leverage the report to get in front of 
some of those brands and manufacturers that we're not working with. So mm. it's been sort of a BD uh, way to, to talk to different um, partners. And yeah, and then for press, like we have, we did press releases and um, got in front of big and small publications and it just helps spread the word as well. So how do manufacturers feel about Goodbye Gear? I mean, I'm assuming they want me to buy the brand new thing, but yeah. there's got to be a great reason for you to exist in their ecosystem as well. It's a great question. And I think the interesting um, data point they'll share is a third of baby and kid gear is already acquired secondhand. Wow. And, and it's because they're made to withstand an apocalypse, but you use it for like a day sometimes or, you know, four times, and then what do you do with it? So, I mean, the, the stuff doesn't go anywhere. And so it goes back into circulation. And most um, brands are realizing that they can either pretend this doesn't exist or they're, they're seeing, you no, know, our customers want this. Our customers are asking for items that are not brand new and they want to participate in the secondhand economy. And so instead of ignoring it, why don't we participate in it? And we work with some of the most premium brands and it really, what they want is that their brand is um, upheld so that, you know, an item that is broken doesn't go back and another family uses it and God forbid a child gets hurt. And it's the last thing that any brand wants. And so by working with us, we're able to ensure that every item that goes to a family is safe. Mm -hmm. And they also then can participate from a financial perspective as well and be part of not just the first transaction or the first sale of an item, but the second, the third, you know, et cetera. So it's a whole new revenue stream. And, um, and it's an area that, that we can do quite efficiently. And it's not part of like the DNA of most manufacturers is to, they, they sell new things and they build new things. And so the refurbishment and, and ensuring the, the quality checks of used items is not the business that they're in. So it's a really great symbiotic relationship that we've built. You guys are really into the puns at, at Goodbye Gear. <laughs> the goodbye, the goodbye, the, ga the guarantee is a guarantee. I noticed that on every page. What is your guarantee and what is, what is the importance of that for your customers? Trust and safety are utmost importance when you're buying something for your child. It's always been our top core value. It's been, you know, our number one brand promise to customers. And so the, the guarantee sort of solidifies that in our promise to our customers that if the item is not working as intended or if it's not what we said it was, that we will 100% take care of it and, you know, give you your money back or take it back and do whatever we can to make it right, as that is our guarantee that, that that's our brand promise to you. One of the areas that I see the most waste and I partially think you see it just because every single time I walk into Target, there's a giant stack of car seats in a box. Yeah. So car seats have typically not been part of the circular economy, mm -hmm. but it sounds like Goodbye Gear is going to offer them soon. <laughs> Tell us about your car seat <laughs> Car campaign. seats, yes. <laughs> car seats um, are a huge waste. There's like 12 million car seats that are thrown out every year. And it was a problem that we knew about and didn't think we could change for a long time. And we um, are excited to announce, I don't know when this will air, but it is uh, something that we're turning on this spring um, to actually accept used car seats. And we've been working with the, the regulators, um, the folks who write the actual laws about car seats to, uh, to, to ensure that we can do this safely. In, safely and yeah. Um, so what we've developed is a 40-point check that we're doing on used car seats. Uh, customers sign an attestation that it hasn't been in, a, in an accident, and, and then we put them through our normal flow and, and sell them and ship them nationwide. So 
it's going to be uh, huge and probably controversial as there is this assumption in the market that you can't sell a used car seat and um, and that's not true. It's it's really safe to use a car seat that has been used by another family as long as it hasn't been in a serious car crash. I cannot wait so. to give you my Duna. Oh, can't wait to get the Duna because we have a wait list of customers who want that. <laughs> cannot wait to give it to you. All right, so you've obviously just nailed the baby market and what age range do your products really go up to? We really focus on like the zero to uh, five. And after that, we have some things, but it's really concentrated and we're really focused on that zero to five. I think there's a natural extension for us to start moving in, into other categories, but for the immediate future, I mean, we're just really focused on owning the zero to five and having the best selection and value and liquidity in the marketplace for, for that specific age group. So you know that you can come to us and find everything you need for your toddler. Every single one of these episodes, we're trying to coalesce some of the best learnings for brands, mm -hmm. especially folks who are just getting started with their businesses. And we're calling it the checkout because we, oh, like you, smart. love a pun. So <laughs> there are three things that I'm really hearing you need to check out. The first is authentic influencers. Find your customers mm -hmm. who are loving your product and make them your influencers. Yes. Number two, create your own content. Don't mm -hmm. just rely on the manufacturers. Don't just rely on other partners. You've invested in your own blue book, and that pays dividends in terms of what you're able to do on your website, but in other co-marketing locations yep. and on social media. Yep. And three, don't be afraid to do something big and bold like a sustainability report mm -hmm. that gives your company a position in the market, mm -hmm. tells people what your mission is, and also transparently encourages people to be a part of that mission. Mm -hmm. Once you finish it, put it out in the press. Send yep. it out to your business development people. Mm -hmm. Get it into the hands of your partners so that you can continue to grow your business. Yeah. Well, oh. Kristen, I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm so grateful for your business. Thank you for helping us create less waste in the world and helping a new mom like me get some good stuff for my family. If you learn something from Kristen, please subscribe to this channel. It means we're doing a good job. You're learning something. And if you want to check out Goodbye Gear, then listen to Kristen because she can tell you what to do. Take a look at that camera over there and tell the good people where to go. All right. Uh, so go to goodbyegear.com. It's just G-O-O-D-B-U-Y-G-E-A-R.com. Thanks, Kristen. It's awesome to be here. Thank you.